EMS One Academy, a training solution designed for EMS chiefs, offers more than 200 courses and 250 hours of continuing education. Our modern learning solution includes flexible reporting capabilities and features to upload agency-specific courses and track credentials for recertification. Easily streamline daily administrative workflow with EMS One Academy. Start your free trial. Visit www.emsoneacademy.com slash inside EMS. Well, once again, it's time to go inside EMS, and with me always is my good friend. That's right. I call him my friend, Kelly Grayson. KG, what's going on with you? Oh, man, just the usual styling and profiling. Um, just uh, another day in the life of a, a busy, busy paramedic. Styling and profiling. Styling and profiling. That's, that's how we talked about it in the 80s, kiddies. Oh, how about that? There you go. So what's uh, been going on with you, dude? How things down yeah, there? Yeah, uh, man... Just finished the last conference of the year. I've got a one-month break before it kicks off all again. So uh, had a great time at the Texas EMS conference, sang myself hoarse, and uh, uh, accepted one too many drinks at, uh, at Pete's Dueling Piano Bar. We have not gotten any video yet of you dancing or singing to George Michael's Faith. And, there, uh, yeah, I'm sure somebody out there has got that video uh, and and is willing to post it. But uh, yeah, there's uh, there's me up there. So they called me specifically out of the crowd, so somebody put them up to that and and had me shake my butt to to faith, just like the video. And uh, somebody actually um, uh, requested um, uh, you've lost that love and feeling specifically for Nancy too. So <laughs> and it wasn't me. So. Somebody knows the story. That was nice to hear. What is the story? I don't uh, know it. You never heard that story? Well, I don't think so. when I when I first met Nancy at the Connecticut EMS conference, uh, she was sitting in the hotel bar. She was one of only a couple of women in the entire bar, and it's a bunch of EMS, you know, paramedics and and uh, conference speakers. Uh, and it was a very testosterone uh, fueled, and we're we're all trading movie quotes back and forth, you know, and somehow we got into one of these top gun quote offs, you know, son, your ego's writing checks, your body can't cash and, and all this kind of stuff. We go back and forth. Uh, and I said, Hey guys, you, y'all remember this one? And I turned to my right, uh, and, and got down on one knee and started singing, you've lost that love and feeling to Nancy, uh, and the entire bar joined in just like in the movie it was epic uh and when we got through singing the song i asked her to dinner and uh the rest is history so yeah, right. yeah it worked that's great. pretty cool man i'm that telling you man neat. that's that's I, I don't i don't have good game most of the time but that particular day my game was strong you were strong. The, the force was strong with you my friend that's right that's right and now I how was, many years later you guys are uh yeah still together what six years later well how about that I mean, I can't stand you after four, so <laughs> see how that goes. So, Kelly, there is some, uh, you know, I think we're a little heavy-hearted this week as we lost yeah. another friend, another great educator in EMS, uh, Lou Jordan. And, you know, there's a lot of folks out there who have uh, who know Lou and have used him uh, for his, uh, his knowledge and uh, have been able to call him a mentor. And uh, just a very, very sad time for us, you know, uh, as we now start to become the old folks in EMS, my friend, mm -hmm. uh, we're starting to lose a lot of our friends who really kind of gave us the uh, momentum 
to be ourselves in the career field. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and, and, and again, you know, it's just with a heavy heart and it's just a very, very sad time that we have the passing of another great EMS icon. You know, and, and, uh, I forget who it was that said that if you don't, uh, uh, understand history, you're doomed to repeat it. And, uh, and more than anything else, you know, Lou was a mentor, but he was also a walking, talking EMS history lesson. You know, I remember my first time, uh, at an EMS conference with him was we'd go from, you couldn't make it through an EMS exhibit hall. Uh, you couldn't make it down one aisle. Uh, without speaking to 20 different people. Walk 10 feet, here, meet this EMS luminary. Walk another 10 feet, oh, here's one of my heroes. You know, I'll look up to this person. Lou will introduce you. Not only would he introduce you, but, you know, he'd, he'd well, you know, the, the people would pause and, and you didn't get brushed off uh, uh, because Lou was introducing you, you know, and, and the man was universally respected. Um, and now he's uh, he's gone, and 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 hopefully the lessons he had to pass on will be continued by others. Uh, but we lost a big piece of our soul and our history uh, uh, on the 25th uh, when Lou Jordan died. For those of you who who don't know who he is. Uh, Lou was one of R. Adams Cowley's original EMTs. He was an Army medic in the 60s, um, worked for uh, Cowley before there was even such a thing as, as Maryland shock trauma, uh, before there was such a thing as the golden hour. Um, and when Cowley set up uh, and designed Maryland's EMS system, um, the guy responsible for implementing most of it and teaching it and, and putting the ideas into effect was Lou Jordan. Uh, and, and this man established the, you know, the EMS system in the U S Virgin islands. He was the Maryland state EMS training director for many years. Um, uh, half the darn books, uh, bookstores you've seen on the internet in the past, uh, EMS centric bookstores for gyms and EMS world and, and EMS one and, and all these other, uh, places, uh, those books were shipped out of Lou, Lou Jordan's warehouse. Um, and, uh, the man was just, uh, was a great friend and mentor, uh, really gruff, kind of salty guy. Uh, but just, um, just a, a wonderful human being and diagnosed with cancer four years ago. It was stage four when they diagnosed it. Um, and he still hung on for, for four years, uh, a solid three and a half years longer than they gave him, uh, when they found out, uh, and, and, and uh, that battle ended just uh, just a couple of days ago, and it it gets me to thinking, man, how how much of our history and how much of our our pioneers are we losing without hearing their stories and sharing them with the next generation? You know, uh, I noticed on on Facebook the other day that Brian Bledsoe is stepping back uh, as of the finishing his last lecture for the Texas EMS conference this year. Um, he's stepping back away from EMS and he's going to do nothing but, but, you know, work as an EMS physician, no medical direction, no speaking engagements, no writing. Uh, and the man has deserved a break. Uh, and, and, and it's time for him to step back and, and recharge his batteries a little bit, but we're going to miss his voice while he's gone, you know, and, and who's there to take his place. Brian, Brian took up the mantle from Jim page, uh, to say some unpleasant truths about EMS that we really needed to hear who's coming after Brian to, to say these things that we may not want to hear, but certainly need to hear, uh, who's going to be our cheerleader and our advocate. Um, who's, who's going to be our voice in the future. I'm, I hope we have some out there. Well, I think that one of the things that would be good Kelly to think about is 
how, you know, we've talked before about being a role model. We've talked before about being a mentor. So I guess the, I guess the question is now, how do you become a mentor and how do you become a role model, not to the individual, but to the whole career field? I mean, we think about Brian, we think about Lou, we think about, you know, Jim Page, some of the great names that have really influenced a career field. And if we think about that process, you know, for the folks that are sitting in the ambulance today, I mean, you really have to think about growing your career and thinking about where that pinnacle could be. I mean, so now you're delivering the highest quality of patient care while you're sitting Mm -hmm. in that ambulance. Maybe you become a field training officer. Maybe you become, you know, a great educator. Maybe you start to teach on the national circuit. But now, how do you get that status of becoming a national figure in EMS and really try to influence? I mean, Kelly, I mean, you and I get to influence a group of people every single week with our experience. And there are some people who are fans of the show. Truly a privilege. There are there are people that listen to the show that can't stand you, or me either, or me either. I'm all right. I'll say that. That's right. No, but you're right. But but it's good. Even the people that don't like us that listen to us, we appreciate you listening. But my 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 point is is that. But how do the people? How do we help the people who are in the positions that they're in now? start to develop what we've developed over our career and you know to get the that big status of the names of jim page and and there are just so many names out there that you know have really influenced the career field and i think that one of the things that's really great now kelly is you and i have had the discussion about mobile integrated healthcare and community paramedicine our career field is only 52 years old modern day ems is only 52 years old and there's so much pioneering that's left to do in our field that right now, you, look in the mirror, you have the opportunity mm-hmm. to be one of those leaders and mentors in our career field. And our career field is so small that your name could be one that people are going to be talking about in the future. And Kelly, I'll ask you, I mean, how does somebody develop that that uh, uh, acumen, develop that knowledge, develop that influence that their name could be someone that they're being talked about in the future. Well, you know, first of all, you, you have to develop, uh, you know, a, a degree of expertise in, in our chosen field. Um, you have to be legit, but uh, above and beyond that, EMS is full of, of legit people, excellent clinicians who don't really have a lot to say or know how to say it. So I think probably the biggest thing is have a means uh, of communicating Um be able to string words together and, and create an idea and push that idea. Uh, you have to be a good communicator. And what is what is so exciting about our career field is is that um, with with the advent advent of social media, the platform is there. It has been there. Now it's it's abused. <laughs> it's abused. We 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 primarily use it for t-shirts and, and t-shirt ads and and cat pictures and pornography. But there is a platform that anybody can utilize. And since anybody can utilize it, the signal-to-noise ratio is pretty bad. But there are some lights out there uh, that are really saying good things um, that I can easily envision 10, 15, 20 years from now. A new paramedic will come up to uh, at an EMS conference and say, hey, I, I love what you wrote. You know, it was a real big inspiration to me. Or I learned so much from everything that you write or everything that you talk about. Um, keep it up. Uh, and, and they're, you know, those people are not heard of now. Uh, but they will be. 
and and there's plenty of opportunity for that. Scrolling down the columnist list on on EMS one, and there's a whole lot of gray hair there, and and there's some folks that are not really doing it anymore. You know, Dan Lemmer has stepped back from uh, he's he's taken it easy and he's earned his rest. And boy, there's you, and boy, there's a whole lot of receding hairline right there. Um, uh, but. Um, yeah, I didn't think, that's, some, that's not funny. That wasn't funny. Yeah, there's there's also some some new folks in there that are making some strides. You know, Catherine counts. Um, looking at Bob Sullivan saying some some good things. There's uh, and there's a, a whole you know murderous row of, of columnists here that have excellent things to say about emergency medical services and healthcare. Um, uh, Chris Call. Uh, you've got a bunch of them, and it's, and it's not just limited to EMS1.com. I mean, EMS World Magazine has an excellent stable of, of writers, and and uh, and as does Jim's, uh, as does paramedics who are, are really focusing on research and are publishing their stuff in peer-reviewed peer journals. Um, there are folks who are taking charge and, and take stepping up and assuming the mantle as, as stewards of our profession. What we have to do uh, is to support them. Uh, and let them know that their words are welcome, uh, and that uh, that we're learning things from it, and encourage them to do more. Um, and the people that that don't have that avenue yet, um, put them in touch with the right people, uh, and and get their voices heard, and get them a, a larger platform to speak from. Things that that uh, Lou Jordan and Brian Bledsoe did for me 20 years ago. Um, we need to be doing the same thing for for uh, the next generation coming up. Yeah, and I agree with you 100%. And, you know, th this is what's really great about the work that we do in EMS. I mean, we have such a big honor in EMS where we, we are called to somebody's home, you know, on what could be the worst day of their life, and it's a very, very humbling experience for us. And we have the opportunity to take that experience and really kind of teach the people who are coming behind us and, and really kind of make a mark when it comes to how we do our business. And, you know, Kelly, I liked how you said you really got to be able to get good at something. You know, and the way that the way that I started was through teaching. You know, I wanted yeah. to teach because I wanted to be able to make a difference. And you know, when I was in the when I was in the military, I was complaining about the young airmen that were coming out of basic training. And one of the the sergeants that I thought was uh, the best mentor I had said to me, "You know what? If you're willing to complain about it, you should be willing to go down to to Lackland Air Force Base and become mm -hmm. a drill instructor and and take that responsibility on." Well, I didn't get down there and I didn't get a chance to do that, but I found myself complaining about the caliber of EMT the caliber of paramedic that was coming out of school. And then I heard those words of wisdom to say, if you're willing to complain about it, you need to be willing to make a difference about it. That's and right. that's what that's put right. me, and that's what put me into the realm of being an educator. And one of the things that it did for me was it gave me the opportunity to learn the, the nuts and bolts of EMS, the nuts mm -hmm. and bolts of management, the nuts and bolts of, you know, uh, of managing a patient, the nuts and bolts of treatment of a patient, the nuts and bolts of how to be the best paramedic possible, which then allowed me to share that with people within my organization, the people that, that were coming to me as an FTO, the people who, uh, that I got to speak at the state conferences and then the national conferences. But it's not that difficult to put yourself in a position that you are now becoming that person. I mean, Kelly, you and I, uh, our paths ran together probably about, what, 10 or 12 years ago, where mm -hmm. I had the opportunity to teach a class that you were a part yep. of. 
and AMLS. And then through the years, exactly. And then through the years, we started to engage. We started to interact. Mm -hmm. And then you started to get your platform. But, you know, you did it in a way that, uh, was uh, inspirational, and you've talked about the people that have given you that inspiration and that motivation to say, "Hey, why not me? Why can't I do that?" Mm-hmm. And uh, but again, I, I think we're talking about uh, some uh, generality. But if I ask you, what are some of the specifics that people can do out there to put themselves into this next uh, level and become the leaders of tomorrow? I think if you have something important to say, and if you've ever said to yourself, I could say that better than so-and-so, or or, I could do a better job at explaining that than so-and-so, or or, I could be a better advocate for my profession than this guy, um, then you owe it to your profession to actively promote yourself. Um, Get a blog. Uh, You know, the blogs have tailed off in in recent years, but they're not dead. Blogging is still alive and well. It's just uh, we've moved beyond the point where you can really monetize a blog and make money off of it. But as a platform for getting your voice out there, still an excellent way to do it. Um, Submit stuff to Greg Freeze or the editors at GEMS or the editors at EMS World Magazine. Write well. Take constructive criticism in the manner in which it was intended. Refine your craft and keep plugging at it. You're going to get told no. Uh, You're going to get rejected time and time again until one person gives you a shot uh, and people like what you have to say. And that will lead to more opportunities, more opportunities. And presently, you'll look back and and you're going to be one of those people that that they – uh, they talk about as a, a thought leader in EMS, and that's how it happens. But it, it won't, they won't come to you. You're going to have to go to them. Hollywood used to have a saying of, of uh, the career stages of, of any actress or actor, um, and EMS has something similar. You know, it starts with who the heck is Chris Ciballero? Um and then it's get me Chris Ciballero. and then it's get me a Chris Ciballero type, and then it's get me a young Chris Ciballero. And then it ends, you're in your career is who the heck is Chris Savalero? Comes full circle. Right. <laughs> you know, but that's. Get that's me a Chris Savalero that doesn't have a receding hairline. That's right. That's, that's right. But that's where you're going to be. You know, sometimes you're going to feel like you're, sh- you're shouting into the void, but just keep shouting, keep putting your name out there, keep saying good things uh, and valuable things. And eventually someone will hear you and it'll, it'll catch fire. Uh, but you can't wait for them to come to you. Um, EMS is slammed full of people who bitch and complain, just like you said, but have no idea or, or no uh, motivation to do anything about it. All they want to do is bitch and complain. Uh, If you got a solution, propose that solution uh, and start touting it and, and see how many people buy into it. That's how you change things. And I have to agree with you 100%, and I think that that's the reason that, uh, and I think those are great opportunities for everybody out there to try and make that next step. And, and don't be afraid of it, you know? I- experience comes from mistakes, and mistakes come from lack of experience. And one of the things mm-hmm. that you've got to be able to do is make the mistakes so you have the the the, the, the wherewithal, you have the, the knowledge to take that next step. But failure is going to happen. I mean, uh, this year I didn't get picked to go and speak at EMS World Expo. Well, that just means that I've got to develop better classes to get chosen for next year. And so I my, don't, my black ball campaign worked. Oh, is that uh, you? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. But I mean, you really learn from that process and you have to yeah. be able to stay humble. And I think Kelly said that and he said it with, with great grit 
that being humble is what gets you to that next level. But Kelly, I'll give you the final word. Um, folks, we need our leaders. Uh, we need people who are vocal and passionate about EMS. Uh, and we need people to step up into the, in that thought leader role uh, for today and for the future. Are you one of those people? We'd like to hear from you if you are. Email us at the show at ems1.com. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes. For myself and co-host Chris Sebolero, thanks for tuning in to Inside EMS. We'll catch you guys next week.